Hello everyone, we are in no means experts on any of the topics we are about to discuss. We are, however, lifelong friends along with the slew of guests we will have joining us. There's nothing we love to do more than to voice our opinions on multiple topics. Some of you will agree with us, some of you won't. We can honestly not care either way, we just hope you enjoy the banner. So, without further ado, we encourage you to sit back, relax, and welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Michael Paul, with my lovely co-host over there. Jared Trudeau. Oh, yeah. Hello. And with, I guess, what we should might as well just start calling our honorary guest host, co-host as well, <laughs> since he's here every single time, um, is Bryce Willie Williams. <laughs> Hello. Um, so, one of the main reasons we have Willie back again is because he uh, caught the gist of one of our uh, previous episodes we've done. Uh, that we, and that Trudeau so cleverly titled, we like your plan, except it sucks, where <laughs> we, both me and Trudeau took movies that we enjoyed or wished would have been better and shared how we thought we could have made it better or how it could have been done better. And, and funny enough, both of them, we bo- decided that both of them would be better as like a Netflix series. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one probably won't be much different. It'll pr- it it'll, won't be. It'll oh, be it better be. as a TV show. So Willie though had something just gnawing at him, and it's been <laughs> gnawing at him his basically since this movie came out because it is one of his all-time favorite book series that he read growing up. And what's oh, super what's what super no. funny? <laughs> all right, first off, hold on, Trudeau. I kind of want. What do you think it is? I think it's uh, what's that that dragon book or whatever. Willie, what is are what is going to be your topic of discussion? <laughs> it is. It is going to be that dragon book. It's the fucking Aragon <laughs> series. So hold on, hold on. Time out. Time. All right. So I, as soon as I, you said that, I was like, "Yup, I know what it is." Now. I knew. Like this is a a. Willie's hatred for this movie and how bad it is compared to how great the, how great the books were for him. I knew that this was like so. I already knew that this was what it was going to be. But we were keeping Trudeau in the dark, right? <laughs> yeah, keeping I had a no surprise. Idea. But this, I just mother, I just know he was very passionate about this it. motherfucker. Though <laughs> in our group chat, literally sends a meme or a TikTok or something specifically pointing out the Aragon book series. And like me and Willie, oh, I did. Yes, yeah, did. you did. <laughs> I was like, I was like me, to the like point where me and Willie literally like got on a phone call after we saw it. And we were like, "Did you tell him?" Because that was so spot on of what Willie was coming to talk about. We we're like, "How?" <laughs> yeah, you, you like, because like it was in, it weak. was in this whole thread where I was like, I was part of the chat, like I was talking to you guys. And then you put that in there. I went away. Like I was like, I, I saw it, and I'm like, nope, I'm, nope, I'm not, I'm not touching that. I'm, I'm waiting till the end of the well, week. I sent it because I knew. I remember Willie mentioning in one of our podcasts that he like thoroughly enjoyed that like series, mm-hmm. and it was funny because in the TikTok he's like, the series was good till this point, and then it just got. And to honestly, shit. it was <laughs> it was pretty accurate. I still enjoyed the second <laughs> book, even though they said it was all dog shit, but. <laughs> yes so that's that's too funny though what a coincidence yeah that's what it was like literally we <laughs> called each other and we were like bro did you tell him what <laughs> because like out of the blue you just 
slammed it right uh, in there. But either way, that is the topic of our discussion is Willie is going to break down um, to someone, at least I don't know about you, Treads, but I know I've I tried to read the first book. I never finished it, and I definitely Bro, never read I, it. I didn't finish it. And either. I never read the the rest of the series. I've only seen the shitty movie. So. I didn't even see the movie. I just heard it was shit. It was so, shit. Don't see I, the movie. Part of the funny reason enough, I didn't see the, the movie funny enough, I didn't read the video the game was better. Mm. Yeah, the companion video <laughs> game on PlayStation <laughs> 2 was fucking amazing. The video Stop. game was better than the movie. Yeah. It, oh, my God. 100%. But with that topic setting the stage for this episode um willie has spent the last what two and a half weeks of digging through the books again you rewatched the movie you made notes you said you, you told us you have Dang. pages that yeah that's what i was told i do i have pages so we can we can go as long or as short as we need to on this all one. right well <laughs> since you got pages uh let i'm just gonna go ahead and turn the floor over to you and then uh, me and Treads will just kind of chime in whenever you, whenever we, you know, you give us an opening. But right, the floor is yours, enough. good sir. All right. So I just like to open it. Like I, I started reading these books when I was in. I it might have been fifth grade. Like it might have been elementary school. When I started the first book, um, and I, I loved them from the very beginning. And I hadn't reread them in a long time. And then I went on a, uh, I was on a deployment and the, we didn't have internet. So I had just downloaded a bunch of books. So I reread the Aragon series and it wasn't quite as good, um, as I'd remembered it, but it was still really like, it still held up. It wasn't like, Oh, a, an adult is you reading saw it through a doll. Yeah. It, it wasn't and... an adult reading this going, well, this is clearly written by a 15 year old. Like it was still very well done, and I Which still thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, it was. Like yeah, he started, that, he started like, re- writing these books when he was fifteen, and also it was supposed to be a trilogy. And then like he gave his he gave the third book to like the editors and the publishers, and they're like, "Dude, this is like a million pages. No one is gonna read this." So they had to cut it in half and make it a four book <laughs> series. <laughs> No, oh my God. Um, and they saw dollar signs. They were like, hey. Yeah, I mean, and that, that was probably <laughs> part of it, too. But, like, I like I don't remember the, like, page count, but, it like, it was well over a 1,000. Well, I mean, the first book was pretty thick from what I remember. Right, I mean, yeah, I mean, they were all decently thick books, but, like, it was, it was apparently just massive. All right, so reread them two or three years ago. Uh, re-skimmed over the first one here in the last couple of weeks. Forced myself to rewatch that awful movie. <laughs> and so, did you replay the video game? No, I didn't replay the video game. I should I should have looked for it. On, I, I should have looked for it on the old uh, pl- on the on the PlayStation <laughs> Store. Um, but yeah, no, I, I didn't. I didn't reread. I didn't replay the video game. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm, so we'll jump right into this. Um, so there's a couple of little tiny things with Aragon's specific character that they got wrong from the book, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's whatever, like you found the actor you wanted for the part, which was a bad choice. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but on it, the only good casting <laughs> in that entire movie 
was Braum. Jeremy uh, Irons. That's it. Yep. Jeremy Irons is the I, only. I was going to say Jeremy, Jeremy Irons, Irons yeah. is the uh, only. I do know that from the good movie. Casting in the movie. In the and movie. that's more because he's just a magnificent actor. Well, I and remember. he he is he is pretty much spot on with the character for the most part. Um, but yeah, I you mean, so that. Aragon's character is. He's two years older in the movie. He's got brown hair instead of blonde hair. Like that stuff's like, eh, okay, whatever. Um, one typical, of the typical Hollywood, right? Yeah, I mean, your, your typical stuff. One of the biggest um, points in the like opening part of the movie is how Aragon gets the egg is a relatively. Um, relatively accurate uh it's 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 not bad um the only problem is is at the beginning of the book uh it it says that or at the beginning of the movie it says that um aria the elf had literally just stolen the egg from galbatorix and the empire and that's why she was running, and that's why the Shade and the Urgirls were fucking, like, trying to hunt her down. No, they, Brom and someone who doesn't come up until the second book had already, had stolen the egg, like, 15 years earlier. In the movie? No, in the book. Uh-oh. In the book, they had stolen this egg 15 years prior to the beginning of, to that opening scene where... Elf, that elvish party is coming in. They get ambushed, and she sends the egg away with magic. They had already had that egg for fifteen years in the book. In the movie, they're like, they just stole it. This is just now happening. It's like, and again, that doesn't really play a huge part in the first book, mm-hmm. but it plays a huge part later on in the series. So and, and this is the very first point to my overall point to the biggest bitch with the movie is they did not set up a second movie properly. <laughs> like, yeah, it left it open for there to be a second movie, but it, there was a there were huge plot holes that like the second book is mainly on things they didn't cover in the first movie. And it's really hard to make a second movie when you don't cover giant plot points for the second one in the first. Yeah, movie. Weren't you telling me like the second book is almost exclusively focused on the main dude's brother. Uh, yeah. So or the, se- so the, the second, yeah. the second book is split. You split fairly even time between Aragon and his travels to um, to the Elvish Kingdom to begin his uh, Dragon Rider training, and you split time with his cousin Rorin, cousin. who yeah, it's his cousin. Uh, you spend time with his cousin, who um basically takes the village that he's from. And begins a, a rebellion against the Empire. Like, they're f- basically fighting the Empire the entire time. 
So that's a huge plot point in the second book that they don't even set up in the in the first movie. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard to make a movie if you don't. Say right. it and that up. was that was my biggest complaint <laughs> about it. I was like, I was like, you can't make a second movie out of this because you've already fucked it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's really frustrating. So. Um, it makes you wonder what they were thinking. I, like, were they even thinking of ever doing a second movie? I or? have to imagine no. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, I did, wasn't paying super close attention to movies back then to where it was like, is a sequel going to come out or not? But I literally heard nothing. Like, I, I didn't hear, hey, we were going to do a second movie, but the first one bombed, so we didn't do it. Like, I didn't hear <laughs> anything about that. So it makes me think that they were just like, hey, so let's just grab some money from this book series and just throw a movie out there. Like hmm. that's what always confused me about the movie though, is like it's a best it's a well, it was a best selling book series, and then they throw in like they get Jeremy Irons, John Malkovich, uh Rachel Weiss and Digimon Hunzo, or however his I always butcher mm-hmm. his name. But like those are like big name people and then even Garrett Hedlund, I mean, he's it's a young Garrett Hedlund, is in it as well. But then yeah. they bring in two no-names for the two main, for the for Aragon and Arya. And then Robert Carlyle, who, knowing that you guys probably, did, like, the big bad for the, like, not the big bad, but the, the main villain he goes against in the movie, the actor is best known for playing Rumpelstiltskin in Once Upon a Time. <laughs> like that and that came after oh no yeah that yeah. came after and this movie like he shows up he's in train spotting too but like that's yeah i mean i it, almost wonder if like they didn't have rights to the second book and they're like we're just gonna do one movie or something uh, like uh, like there had to be I, a like, reason like i said something. i mean I, 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 I believe the movie came out in like 2000 and like six 2008 got you. hold on I have it pulled up. That's how so, I remember. Like, okay. Six. Yeah, so. I mean, I want. So it came out in like 2006. So like, it's entirely possible that they didn't have the rights. But at the same time, it came out in 2006. I don't remember when the book came out. But like, you're talking about this young actor or young author who is at the oldest, probably young 20s. I bet the book came out in like 2004 or something because right. I remember reading it in fourth grade. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it was elementary school when I read the first or read the first book. So what I'm thinking is like, like, I don't know if they, I don't know why as that author and his representatives who at that point probably involved his parents, why would you not give the rights to all of it and just make more money? Yeah. So, like, I like I don't, I, I don't it know. makes no sense to me. But <laughs> so we're tr- we're here trying to like think of why the studio wouldn't even right, set and up like, the second like, movie. And that's none of it even makes sense. No, it doesn't make sense. Even. None of this makes. Sense. I don't. I do, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't mean to derail it too much, but I just going looking at the IMDb page for it. Just a fun bit of trivia. Apparently, <laughs> it was the last major film to be released on VHS. No way. Yep. Oh, interesting. Huh. <laughs> According to Neat. so it's that's the one positive it's got going forward, I guess. I guess that's great. Insane, I can actually. go find a dog shit movie on VHS. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So with um, there's some appearance things. 
um, with Aragon uh, that specifically bothered me. So when after Saphir is born um, and she touches her nose to Aragon's hand and he gets he gets the quote unquote mark of the dragon rider. In the book, mm-hmm. she touches him right on the palm of the hand, and he, like he gets this bright white, basically birthmark style thing on the palm of his hand. Well, in the books, that is the the basically the exit point for the magic that dragon riders are able to use. And in the book, it's this stupid fucking e right on the edge of his thumb. Like it's like starts on his thumb, the E goes around and then like the E like thing kind of like travels on the wrist. And I'm like, that's yeah. just like, it looks that's weird. dumb. It's dumb. Like I get what you're going for. E his, his name starts with E <laughs> funny. Like fuck <laughs> off. Like, so that, that bothered me a little bit. Um, so it, and again, Early on, when he gets Saphir's egg in the book, he basically finds it while he's hunting. He hides it in his uncle's house because he's living with his uncle and his cousin. He hides it in his uncle's house. It hatches, and he is he's hiding that he's hiding this baby dragon from his uncle, his cousin. They live kind of out of town, so he doesn't really have to hide it from anyone else. But he's trying to hide this dragon. Well, he spends months in the forest feeding her, hiding her. Like his cousins his cousins start to question like what the hell is he doing because he's not at the farm all the time. Like some of his chores are taking longer than normal. Like he's still getting shit done, but it's like he's like what the fuck's going on. Mm. So he's hiding this fucking egg. And in the movie after Rowan, the cousin, leaves to go work in basically the next town over to make more money so that he, the butcher in town will let him marry his daughter because the butcher's dick. So he leaves <laughs> and... Go ahead. I said I just said indeed. I was agreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, no, he's a dick. Um, I remember the movie correctly. He was a dick in you, the movie. Yeah, he was a dick. So uh, after he leaves in the movie that's when the egg hatches. And in the movie, Safira go, Safira tells him she's waiting. She's waited a thousand. Let me see. Waited a thousand years to hear his thoughts. And it's like, she's only been in there for about a hundred years. Like, I don't know why you added an extra zero. It seems unnecessary. <laughs> Dramatic. effect. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Now, one of my biggest complaints, appearance-wise, is Saphira itself. So, I'm going to read the description of her from the book. Saphira's scales are intense blue. She has bat-like wings with membranes and scales. She has white bone, neck, back, and tail spikes, along with two white fangs that protrude from her mouth. I don't know if y'all remember what she looks like in the movie. I mean, I know. Well, doesn't it, she would definitely don't, was, don't they look? Go ahead, Tres. But it's the exact opposite. I was gonna say, don't they even like show that in the cover of the book? Yeah. like an yep. illustration. Right That's on exactly the cover what is you just described the cover <laughs> picture of 
all four <laughs> books is a different colored dragon. They had the they had the description to go off of. They had the fucking book. Uh, they had the book cover to look at, and they went with a dull gray blue feathery looking thing with no spikes and no fangs coming out of her mouth with giant <laughs> horns instead of right with like it she looked yeah. like uh oh what's that movie uh Pete's Dragon oh my god yes she oh, looked Pete's like Dragon. she looked like a skinny version of Pete's Dragon that was blue i got to look this up now the movie I'm staring at it right now. So, like, that bugged the absolute hell out of me. And then, um... Oh, yeah, that's way different <laughs> than the cover. I remember the cover. <laughs> that, that is way different. <laughs> wow. So bad. And, Not really intimidating at no. all, either. It's just, like, a cute little dragon. And, like... I get it. It's 2006. <laughs> Maybe you had a hard time CGIing it, but with the way they went with this, I'm just going to go with they didn't even give it a shot. Bro, I'm weak because I just searched a Aragon dragon, like movie dragon, and next they have a literally a side by side picture <laughs> of the movie one and the book cover. Fierce, and like, intimidating looking dragon in the book movie. You're like. I'd I'd pet that. Yeah, literally. It looks it looks like the baby version of it, just larger. Right. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, I'm weak. So uh, yeah, so I mean Saphira's growing in the woods. Um and in the movie she's just like, Hey, I'm a full size dragon, which okay, fine. Like I like I get it. Going back and forth between the woods and chores and like seeing her slowly progress growing old like i get it not that big of a deal you don't really need that in a movie um in the movie safira tells aragon hey i'm safira in the book aragon has come up with a giant list of names and he's just listing them off to her (laughs) she's like nope 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 that one sucks fuck you you're dumb and like <laughs> finally comes to Safira and she's like yep that's it um so moving on to uh the uh city itself of Carvel Hall so Brahm is this old storyteller guy just basically the village storyteller village elder type Um, in the book, he's sitting in a bar telling everybody the, the full story of the writers of the dragon writers of old, um, their downfall, uh, what part to play Galbatorix, the emperor had, the king had in it. And, um, there's no soldiers in town. Basically, this is a, this is a town just chilling. Nobody's bothering them, whatever. In the movie, there's already soldiers in town for some reason, so he's he can't that tell was the story. Their, that was their way of uh, setting up the second movie. 
and the rebellion. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just their mere presence in town. That's all you they mi- wanted to do. They for did it. do it. You just missed it. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Fine. Fine. <laughs> Even if we're gonna go with they did it, they did it like shit, just like everything else. <laughs> I'm weak. So, uh, all right. So as they're um, getting ready, or okay. So Sphere's born. She's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The emperor emperor sends the Razak, which are these crazy, monstrous bird-like dude. They're fucking nuts. I, they're basically just got like worms and shit, and bugs and insects and weird shit as skin, and they've got these like bird beaks. They're gross. They don't like sun. So basically, he sends them to go find where Arya sent this egg. Mm-hmm. They track it to Carvajal, and they begin to ask questions around the village. Um, no one really knows what's going on, um, and they go to they go to Sloane the butcher, and he remembers. The Aragon came back from his hunting trip, hadn't killed anything, and tried to barter with him, tried to give him this big, blue, polished stone for some meat, and Sloane wouldn't do it because he's a dick. And so he remembers that, tells the Razak, hey, he lives out there, fucking, he had this weird stone, maybe that's what you're looking for. So they go out. They basically torture the uncle and are and are burning the house down. Well, at this point, Aragon hops on Safira. Safira basically just and he wants to go help his uncle. She just books it. She flies out of there. She's gone. Um in the movie he sustains no injuries to his legs whatsoever. And in the book, his legs are t- shredded. I mean, because he. I remember that in the book. Right. Because he, he hopped on this dragon, this scaly, fucking rough skin scales dragon, and was flying around with no protection on his legs. So his inner thighs are absolutely fucking demolished. And in the book, no injuries. Not really a big deal, but when him and Brom... You mean in the movie, no injuries? Right, in the movie, he sustains no injuries. So when he and Brom start to travel, it's like nothing... Like, he, he has no problem moving. Where in the book, like, it takes a long time for them to get anywhere because he, he can't walk. At one point, Safira has to like carry him in his talons, in her talons, and Brom eventually makes a saddle for him. He learns how to use it. Cool. So Brom and Aragon are getting out of there, and actually, hold on. So Rorun, the cousin, I'm I'm gonna bitch about why they didn't set up the second one. Real quick. <laughs> Rora and the cousin leaves to go find a better job to make more money so that Sloane won't be a dick and let him marry his daughter. 
he leaves and he has to come back once the Razak burned the house down because, well, I mean, his uncle just died. And so he slowly throughout the book starts to figure out what happened. He doesn't know where his cousin went. He knows his uncle is dead. He blames his cousin for his death. Um, he no longer has that other job. He ends up working with the local blacksmith and he's still like dating the daughter kind of on the side. So her dad doesn't get pissed off. And throughout the book, it sets up the empire comes to town, starts interrogating and questioning people. The rat, excuse me, the Razak stay in town and they're questioning and torturing people and eating people. And so the, the oh. village is just getting more and more pissed off throughout this entire thing. And like, they're like, this is fucking bullshit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. The empire is just being a fucking dick. Fuck these soldiers. Fuck the Razak. Fuck, you know, Galbatorix and all this shit. And so they're getting more and more and more worked up throughout this entire thing. And they're not covered a lot in the first book, but it sets up enough as to where in the next book, half of that story is them rebelling against the Empire. So you can't have that if you don't show any of that in the first fucking movie. <laughs> like god damn lazy sons of bitches um as far as uh like plot points um while they're traveling um the uh oh let me see here i got to find it um, all right um so in the in the book um, Brom Brom is shown to be like he he was a dragon rider like that's how he knows all this shit about dragons that's how he knows all this shit about the riders of old that's how he knows all this stuff about magic that he's teaching Aragon along the way um, and in the movie Aragon, like, so in the book, he doesn't tell Aragon that he's a dragon rider. Like, not until, like, very shortly before, like, minutes before he dies. That he kind of tells him more, like, the full story so that basically it's kind of a, like, push on for me, don't let this legacy die, like, type thing. Well, in the movie, Aragon's just like, so, uh, so you're a writer, aren't you? It's like how the f <laughs> like, how would this fifteen year old kid fucking get like assume that this guy's a dragon rider? Because the and plot needed him like, to. Yeah, well, you also could have just waited five minutes until Brom almost died and had him tell him at that point. Nah. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> so. Um, we're uh, Aragon doesn't use. Hold on, let's see. Um, so Aragon 
first uses his magic, um, they go into a um, they go into a village that they're traveling through. No one's in town. They're like, "The fuck's going on?" And there's just a pile of dead bodies in the middle in the town center. And they get ambushed by Urgrils, um, and Aragon uses magic somewhat unintentionally, but he, he uses it and it almost kills him. Cause I mean, the magic in this world drains the energy from, you have to have a specific, you have to have the energy to do the thing you're trying to do physically before you do it. If that makes sense. Yeah. So he almost dies doing that. Brom fucking yells at him and is like, don't fucking do that. You're an idiot. Um, in the, in the movie, he, there's no, uh, pile of dead villagers. There's no fucking, um, village. There's no fucking real, like major ambush. It's like five or girls and they're like, ah, fuck off. You surprised us. Um, Let's see. Uh, the way Brom dies is different, but again, like it's it's important, but it's not. Um, actually, no, it is important. So the Razak in the movie kill Brom, which. In the, no, sorry. The Razak are killed by Brom and Aragon, which is a problem mm-hmm. because in the second book, they're back in Carvajal eating people and torturing them to try and get information, which is a big reason as to why the town decides to revolt is because they they see these creatures eating someone. Yeah. Really hard to eat someone <laughs> when you're dead. Mm. And they don't even die until the third book. The very beginning of the third book is when those creatures finally die. Spoilers, gee. Well, then read the book. It's it's been long enough. (laughs) And from what I hear, that book sucked. Uh, That book had its moments, but as a whole, it was a little slow. Um, yeah. So in the in the movie, he's killed by. in the movie, he's killed by the Razak right before Brahm and Aragon killed the Razak. He wasn't killed by the Earth. Uh, or in the, in the movie, he's killed by Durza because they've already killed the Razak. In the movie, he's killed by Durza, the Shade, which is like the big bad in the movie because they don't really show Galbatorix at all. Um, so he's the big bad. So he kills Brahm in the movie wrong the Razak kill him by throwing a dagger in between his ribs so fuck off you're an idiot um okay so when they rescue Arya in the book Aragon dreams of her several times but they never communicate it's basically just him just watching this movie of an elvish woman being tortured whipped being held in a dungeon. Um, and in the movie, he dreams of her one time, 
or Arya talks to her and in the dream she's just like this entity in the forest like come save me this isn't actually me come save me in the book it's basically him like fighting Brom to be like no we have to go rescue this girl like I'm seeing this over and over and over and over again like we have to go do this um and that is when they run into or shortly after that is when they run into Murtaugh Murtaugh um they actually did a decent job looks wise of uh casting him like he was bad but they did a decent job casting um so Murtaugh in the book um temporarily defeats the shade by shooting him with arrows during the rescue of Arya and like the shade kind of goes poof disappears for a while in the movie Aragon does it by shooting him with like just shooting him with an arrow I'm like that seems like a change that's not necessary but because Aragon's part the of the hero. reason I get that but part of the reason Aragon <laughs> trusts Bertal so much is because he saved him from a shade. Like oh, the, the trust just isn't there at that point to, for me. Um, basically there's traveling through this desert, uh, trying to find, um, what ends up being the Varden, which is the, the greater rebellion. Um, they go to, uh, Farthendur, which is just just underground mountain city, right? Mm-hmm. And like the city's all wrong in the movie, it's all just sticks and wood structures, and and in the in the book, it's this massive underground city. It's all marble. It's just a beautiful place. Um, basically, uh. Murtaugh doesn't want to go because Murtaugh's got a shady past and the Varden, the leaders of the Varden know who his father was. And it turns out his father was one of the writers that went with Galatorix and did evil shit. Um, so they don't, the, the Varden basically wants to just like kill him right away because he's the son of their enemy um he he doesn't want to be there either uh it's this whole big thing um the the end battle is first of all all wrong in the fucking um in the movie uh it's it's humans and it's urgirls um in the book it's urgirls and it's all Urgrels, and then what they call Coles, which are basically just bigger versions of the Urgrels. Like, there, there are no humans in the enemy's, or in the Empire's army. Um, the Shade has this weird spirit shadow thing that he chases Aragon around, Aragon and Saphira around on. Like, he doesn't have that. Why, why'd you put that in? <laughs> Um, also another little thing with Saphir's like 
character like character i guess is her fire's blue in the book like because it matches the dragon and it's just it, it's orange in the movie i'm like i feel like you could have just like done flames and then just made them blue i feel like it wasn't that difficult um another key part is aragon is fighting the shade the shade is basically about to kill him Shade gets distracted by Arya and Sephira breaking this giant sapphire um, flower that is like part of the ceiling. Fly through that, break it. That distracts the Shade long enough um, for Aragon to kill him. And then Aragon passes out and is having visions and is being talked to by some unknown person at the time. Um... Turns out it's going to be the guy who actually teaches him how to be a dragon rider, and he's an elf. So when he's not, um, like, and it, so in the movie, it's Safira that is the one that, um, it's Safira the one is the one that's like almost dying. Like she like flying through that like really fucked her up or no. Yeah. In the movie, like flying through that really fucked her up in the book. She's fine. Aragon is the one that's fucked and is like on death's bed. So they switch that for some reason, which again is a problem because it sets up the second book to where he's having all these visions and being talked to by this entity that he needs to come find him and he needs to come train. If he's not knocked out cold or close to dying, he's probably not going to get those. And he doesn't get them. Which, again, is another reason why they can't have a second movie. Like, he he would have no reason to go <laughs> with them for that specific purpose to find this person without those interactions. Um, so those are really, like my bitches about it. Now, I think a lot like your guys' old ones, definitely a TV series. Um, like, you could do movies, but there's just so much um, plot-wise that your prop, like, that, uh, that movies just wouldn't want to show because they're kind of dull spots, but they're important plot points. So you can't take them out and the movies are just going to not want to do that. They're going to want to go to the more actiony, you know, interesting parts of it. And you, you, you just can't. Yeah. Like it, like, so to me, what I like series wise, I feel like it, there would be times where it would feel like rings of power. Oh God. Where it's like, it's a, like I, <laughs> now if they did it right, it wouldn't be that bad. Like it, but like there are, yeah. there are some times where you're like, I feel like we could move on from this. And then later it's, it's a more important plot point. That's a fair assessment. Cause yeah, that's, that's exactly how a lot of brings of power was. Yeah. They insist like, 
it, there's so much. Well, if you did it with a TV series, you could you could bounce and you could spend an episode with Roran back in Carvajal. You could spend an episode with the villagers, kind of showing what's going on over there and why they're getting so pissed off and why they decide to rebel and all this stuff. I think that's why TV shows are so popular now too, especially adaptations because they have the time to be right. able to dive in deep. Yeah. I mean, you can go and... in so much more depth with a TV show than you can with a, I say you're even going to make it a, a long movie. Say you're even going to do go Lord of the Rings length with it. No. <laughs> Like there's only no, there's still not right, and there's only so everything. much you can cover in that three and a half hours. Like not to go too far off track here, but like, could you imagine, for instance, like Harry Potter being a series? Like, oh, it would have been amazing. The Harry Potter movies were obviously really good, but <laughs> it been way different. It'd have been it'd have been so much different because they could they could have added uh, so many more like of the character stories in there instead of just like touching yeah. on it. And same with this, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean like I, and they could I, actually get the dragon, right? Oh my God. Just whoever, whoever <laughs> designed the dragon for game of Thrones and house of dragon. Just do that. Do that. Yeah. Literally hire them. Hire them. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Um, and well, and honestly, well, isn't that was Disney Plus doing Disney? This and that was another reason I like thought of this. Like I initially thought of it when we were talking. I, I want to say it was on the podcast. It might not have been. Someone had mentioned that Disney Plus was going to do an Aragon. Um, yeah, it was the series. podcast. I remember that. I think it was the first. That's how time, I, I think it was the first the time books. we talked about uh, House of Dragon and stuff and that stuff. So yeah, I believe Disney Plus is going to do it. It's going to be like obviously it's going to be forever cuz I think they just decided to do it, but plus they're doing the Percy Jackson one first. Yeah, which I didn't read those books, so I don't know how much they missed. Oh, I did. The... I read all. Yeah, I didn't read the books. So I don't know how much they missed in the movies. Apparently it was I'm a sure lot. it was. Yeah, the movies were trash compared to the I'm book. sure it was. But yeah, so it's <clears throat> it definitely be better as a TV show. Um, you'd add so much more, so much more of the storyline in there and go in so much more detail with the character arcs and the character relationships. Um, you could actually set up a second season if you're going to do a season, a book. I was going to ask you, how would you set up the seasons? Like, would you have like one's book be a season or would you do like half a book for one um, season and then like really stretch it out and be able to dive in? Or so like- I think, I think the first book, um, you could probably do in like a 10 episode hour long episode, um, series. That's fair. I, I think, I think you could do, I think you could do the first book in, uh, in one season after that, I think you'd probably have to go um, half of the book, and, and just, it's just, just yeah, just because so there's there's so many different storylines going on, and there's so much uh, different shit going on. I think after that first uh, season, you would have to split the books into halves and do seasons that way. So I think you'd end you'd end with like. 
seven seasons. If you did all four, that'd be good. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Seven seasons is always a pretty good number, in my opinion. I yeah. feel like that's usually I'm fairly strongly on the fact that good TV shows should usually end between five to seven yeah. seasons. Anything more than that, you, they're just dragging shit out. Yeah, yeah. And I have I have yet to really get proven wrong on just about any show. Well, I mean, if George R. R. Martin had his way, Game of Thrones would have been what? What did he want? Like ten? Seasons hey, I'd have been okay with it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not if it, the next not if the last two seasons were going to be anything like the back half of season six seven and eight uh, true those were awful now if it was going to be like the early game of thrones and the current house of dragon standards like sure. i i literally <laughs> but it it's impossible like there, there's not a single show out there that i can i will listen to anyone argue about how it deserves like supernatural went on for way too long i love smallville to death but way good too God, long way, way too long <laughs> i love smallville like, too and that lost. i i know that what they were doing of like telling the full story but i swear to God, seasons four through seven were such crap oh yeah. like seasons one through three great seasons eight eight nine and ten solid but by the time you get to seasons eight nine and ten you're just you're so just done with it I didn't mind it's season a, four, but after that, I liked season yeah. four until Lois left again. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right, the little bit of the little bit of change up they finally had on the show, and then they sent her away in like six episodes. Like, yeah, oh, okay. I, I literally <laughs> just finished my rewatch of Game of Thrones, and I so did I. I well, see, I always end my rewatch after um, the battle at Winterfell with the dead. Battle of the Bass. No, 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 the with dead the dead. One. Like I, like I always go until the Night King. The long, yeah. Night. I always go until the Night King dies, and then I'm like, yep. And the rest of this is dog shit. So I don't watch it. That's fair. I forgot that they didn't even do a full ten episodes nope, for the it was last like season. Six. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Because they wanted to pump as much money as they could into. Daenerys destroying King's Landing for no reason. Well, not only that, the the directors were supposed to do a Star Wars movie, so they were like, "Fuck <laughs> Game of Thrones," <laughs> like, and that backfired on them. We all know how that turned yeah, out. Dog shit. Yeah, but yeah, it definitely de- the Aragon series definitely definitely better as a TV show. Um, like the. Any ideas who you'd have play your boy? All right. Off the top. What's up? You're, I, I'm about to say this is going to be a good test because Willie's not no, that great I'm, with I'm actors not, and stuff. Um, I don't have anyone off the top. Well, that's open question to you, too. Yeah, I, like, I, I don't right. have what's, any. What's his description, right, from, the, what's so his description, description from the book? From, Age range included. Yep. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, he's, like, fif- he's 15. <laughs> so he's 15 in the book. Okay. So you want with, to. All right. Uh, they don't give like a super detailed description. Uh, brown hair, brown eyes, like, and he's he's relatively like a normal looking dude. Like he's not like super fucking handsome. Like oh, okay. he's just that knocks my guy out that I was thinking. Well, I mean he he becomes <laughs> Who are you he becomes thinking? handsome later because he turns like part oh. elf. I mean, 
mine mine is pretty standard just because I absolutely love this actor, but uh, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I knew you'd get that reaction. <laughs> he's doing, he's... He's done enough chosen ones as he's really only been doomed, but still. <laughs> no, um, I think for the in terms of someone that could look the part, look like a average Joe, but could become handsome after becoming, but I would lean more towards Aiden Gallagher. Because he's got a good action background. Uh, uh, Treads, he plays number five in the Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Uh, I feel like, because he's got that, like, wiry frame. Uh, he's, I mean, he still is playing a 15-year-old in the Umbrella Academy. Actually, yeah, no, that's... Somewhat getting away with it. That's pretty solid. Actually, for early for early on Aragon, that's that's not too bad. That's what I do, my guy. <laughs> no, right. I, I want right, Jeremy so, yeah, Irons I, like, to stay as Brom because he killed it. I love the so uh, yeah. Well, was Brom's on old IMDb. too. He's not that. I was old, on the know. IMDb for this uh, for this movie, and the guy who plays the king killed me. I was like, what? John yeah, it's yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I was like, I, was like I, I saw that. I, like, and they did nothing. No, as I was, he was in like three scenes. Well, I mean, maybe. to be fair, he doesn't really do much in the book, but like, I, I saw him, and I'm like, really? I just picture burn <laughs> after reading. When right, I see well, it. it's like, well, <laughs> and that's another thing too. Is like, you said, Galvin, like John Malkovich is the king like he's galbatorix who becomes like more of a major like player late later in this in the series but like i can't see what kind of he's what's up what kind of villain would you paint him as is he more like just a physical presence or is he more of like the the wit and clever and outsmarts you and then just has this big bad. Well, if dragon. they did Malkovich, I hope it's the second option. Uh, so it, it is. It is. It is more. Uh, more the second option. Like he's. Like he's a. He's a physically like. He's he's imposing. physically imposing, but like his biggest thing is like one. It's obviously really good at using magic. Two, like he's he's fairly witty and like, scheme it. He's he schemes a decent amount. Like he doesn't okay. physically do a lot anymore. And like late in the thing, he's they're fighting and he shows he's still a capable warrior. So but what I'm hearing is Christoph Waltz as Galvatorix. Mm, That's what I'm hearing. You got I don't know actors by name, so you got me. Django Ooh. Unchained, the dentist. Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would love yeah. that. That would be, that would be really be good. good. That would be really good. He did a phenomenal job. Did, see, this is this is why in. we keep McCall around. It's <laughs> <laughs> an encyclopedia for entertainment. An encyclopedia <laughs> for entertainment names and random bullshit facts. <laughs> Whatever I can do to help. Uh, what about 
right, w- run run down uh, Arya. Uh, or the, whatever, however her name's pronounced. Here. Uh, she is uh, raven black hair, green eyes, elf, so pointed ears. Uh, tall. She's taller mm. than most men. Like they're like the elves mm. are a very tall people in this. Ooh. I'm assuming there's no age since it's. Uh, No, they're they're very they're they're somewhat ageless. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like I believe she's like hundreds of years old, and she looks like she's like maybe 35. You you guys (laughs) are gonna have to you guys are gonna have to Google her. I'm ready. But solely solely for the sense that you said that she's taller than most men, and this actress. Stands at a let's see where is it at a lovely six two and three quarters. Okay. Oh snap! Elizabeth Debicki. Elizabeth. Oh my god! How, put how her, put her in black hair and that's it. Debicki. Told you, Debicki. She was oh. in the uh, Great Gatsby, and she was Aisha in the Guardians to the Golden. The yeah. chick that makes, yeah. If you, uh, if you put her, if you put her in black hair, like that's, it, that's it. Like she's even got the thin like face that's like yep that yep. is typically like Micah, elvish you gotta ask features. right now for your uh, for your check from Disney if they do yeah this. no shit. <laughs> Bring me my ca- <laughs> casting director. I got you guys. <laughs> I think we found Micah's new profession. I know <laughs> casting director. casting director. <laughs> uh, okay um and then you said that garrett headland looked pretty good as murtaugh right like in terms of physical appearance um let me let me double check this but yeah if, from what i remember yes okay um what about his personality like murtaugh's what's murtaugh's personality in the books it's been too long. Uh, yeah, no, uh, he's he's fake. very like that's a very good uh, Murtaugh still. Um, yeah, except for he's he's a little too. Yeah, old. I mean, yeah, obviously you'd have to. Uh, he's he's very aloof and like kind of dickish. Um, he's very mm. standoffish. Um, he hasn't really like to talk about himself or his past and he uh later on um he is very much he becomes somewhat of a sadistic ass okay okay now hear me out on this one i don't like saying this because I really despise the show that he got popular mm-hmm. on. <laughs> KJ Appa. He played Archie in Riverdale. Oh, God. I mean, uh, he's probably a good actor, but yeah, I see what you mean about the show he was uh, on. Yeah. yeah. But physical yeah. look, nope, that's... Like, obviously toned down the red in yep. his hair. But like he's even like he's he's got that good like where he's got a little bit of a mm-hmm. devilish grin. Because the second yep. he started saying like, Sadistic, sadistic dick. I'm like, mm, hey, hold up. Now. Yeah, if he like, yeah, it, yeah, if he, 
if you put just like a little bit a little bit more muscle on yep that's it like it's it's really solid one yeah like he's 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 really ripped but yeah like yeah but just a bit, just sure. a little more bulk um yeah brom i mean he's like like i said i'd like jeremy irons but um if we're gonna go with someone different just because of how long it's been um long white beard silver hair um and in the movie he was it was very much kind of very tight short gravelly voice yeah definitely like it doesn't ever really describe his voice but it's definitely like definitely the gravelly type it just fits fits the character his character hmm and he's pretty wiry too like he's not like a muscle like he's a he's a pretty wiry looking what if what if Brom is the real big? Well, I mean, Christoph Waltz's Galvatorix would be pretty big get. The everyone else is pretty. I feel like would be more than in range. But what if for Brom, mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves? Love it, Ooh. love it. I, I, perfect. You can cast him as anyone in this man. series, and yeah, I, love I was it. gonna say get get him any role. <laughs> But no, but yeah, I no, mean, you actually, let him have his long yep, hair. Yeah, it's very, it's his beard, and, his beard, and John yeah, Wick no. has that gray, has those gray tones yep, in it. No, that that would actually be a really, really good one. And even that monologue from John Wick, where he does have some some gravel mm-hmm. in his voice when he's talking about, "Yeah, I f- guess I'm back." And I'm like, "All right, yeah. bro, you're back. We get it." <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can cast him in anything. Honestly, he's gonna kill it. To he, yeah. Aren't they doing another Constantine? Yeah, they are. That's what I thought. I'm like, I'm happy because I love, I love him, but also I. They took away two of like the best parts of the Constantine character, when with his one A he was he's not British, and B he wasn't a chain smoking dickhole. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Like he wasn't like don't get me wrong he wasn't the the nicest guy, but he wasn't a chain smoking dickhole. Like he smoked. That's, that's Constantine. That's Constantine. <laughs> he's, he's a smooth talking chain smoking dickhole. Oh, um, one other thing I forgot to mention. I was just kind of going, trolling back through my stuff. Um, when they're when Brahm and Aragon are traveling to go find the Varden, uh, they they get mm. help from one of Brahm's. Uh, buddies, the one that helped him steal the dragon egg 15 years prior to the beginning of the series. Um, his name's Jode, and he also plays a very integral part in the villagers escaping the Empire mm. and going to find the Varden in the second book. So he's also a very integral mm. character that they don't bring in. Um, and Usually, I would say like not really a big deal. You can just introduce him as a different like in the second movie, and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But the problem is, the reason he helps them is because of the connection between him, Brom, and Aragon. Like that's the whole reason he helps these yeah. guys. Yeah. Okay, so uh, real quick, I finally found the uh, description of the Razak. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. Tall, hunched, twisted, insect-like creatures with beaks and black eyes as large as fists. My God. 
I would not want to see that in the They're organic course. creatures Ew. hatched from eggs. Oh, and Ugh. they talk with these little, like, clicks and clacks from their beaks. Oh. Yeah, they're freaky. A picture alien. Or no, predator. Yeah, predator, yeah. but, like, with, like, worms for bodies. <laughs> it, they're Ugh. gross. They're Ugh. gross. Yuck. But, all right. I mean, you have anything else you want to get off your chest about it? Um, not particularly. Um, I, I, I'm just really, really hoping that one Disney plus actually does this. Like, I, I hope this actually and, goes through and uh, like, I just, I just want it to be good. I, I just want it to be good. I hear that like- Disney high <laughs> standards are being set. Yeah. Good. Like you <laughs> don't even, even have, have to be great. great at this point. Just good to start. And then we can work to great. Just don't make it the the movie that we already have. And please make it a TV show. So, <laughs> so I mean, going off of this and everything, just based off of what I'm seeing they're doing with Percy Jackson. Like I read the books. I absolutely loved the books. I, watched the movies thought they were horse shit just like mm. just like uh aragon they casting and like the way they did the characters and everything like like what the fuck were you thinking and like honestly percy jackson are the movies that make me refuse to believe how old alexandra daddario actually is <laughs> yeah she was because she's to like play thir- such a she's like 13 character. years old she's 13 years older than logan lerman yeah so or like- not 13 but like it's way closer to a decade than it should be. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, like, those, that book, movie, same same deal as what I'm getting from Willie here about Aragon. And from what I'm seeing from, like, preset and even just the casting of the new Percy Jackson show that they're doing. It's yeah, a show, I don't know isn't if you it? Know. Yeah, it's a show, and Timothy Amundsen is joined the cast. I don't know what he got, his what role he's in. Uh, Timothy Amundsen is from Psych. Detective Lassiter. Yes. From Psych. Yeah, he's in it. He just but, posted. Uh, I, I follow him on Instagram and he posted that he joined the crew. But just based off of what I'm seeing they're doing with that uh, entity, like yeah. the Percy Jackson series and everything, if they decide to go forward with Aragon, I have full confidence just based off of what they're doing with Percy Jackson that they do it right. I, I do too. And. And I, I have, I also have full confidence that they'd make it a TV show. One, they could milk, they can milk money out of it longer. Um, two, it's, their TV shows have been more successful than their movies for the most part r- recently. Well, I think they're finding too, especially with uh, Marvel. I mean, Marvel started off as big movies, yep. and now they're <sighs> definitely switching to majority of this entertainment being tv shows Abs- yeah absolutely like there's definitely I, there's been a big shift in the industry and, I, and so I, I think part of it is because people don't want to go to movies anymore people don't want to go spend no. three hours to go sit. speak for yourself speak for yourself speak for yourself as a whole people <laughs> like i like i don't mind going to movies but like as well, a whole people would rather sit at home that's one of the things show. that the pandemic forever changed. Was, is the only thing I wish the, the pandemic had changed, instead of just saying, fuck movies, <laughs> fuck movie theaters, and let's go back to drive-ins. 
Yes. That would be lit. Like, how did, like, the fact that drive-ins, drive-ins were not taken advantage of in 2020 upset me thoroughly. Like, how is no yeah, one just going to be like, I have this lot. I can just put a giant projector up and a whole bunch of fucking parking. Drive-in movies. But yeah, that's... I Now, the more I think about it, yeah, the more, like, stuff is turning to TV shows is definitely because of what, like you said, is, like, people don't want to go to the movies. Yeah, I mean, like, really people anymore. people just don't really want to do it. Like, I mean, you, you have I mean, the, peop- you even, have the people... It's criminal. It's criminal, to my opinion. I mean, it, it is. But, yeah. it, it is, to an extent. But, I mean, you have the people who... You know, like some people are still worried about COVID. You're like, okay, fine. I guess you don't want to go outside because of that. That's weird, but whatever. And then you have the people who are just like, I don't like people. People, well, you me, mean like yeah. us? I, you have me. You're like, you're like I want to see that. But I could just wait well, a couple of months make- until it gets onto one of the streaming services. Well, not e- you don't even have to really wait that much anymore. Like, Hello, Darling is on HBO Max. Right. I mean... Yeah, they are, like, like quick They're, turn- they're, they're very quick, quick turnaround. That wasn't even a quick turnaround. That came out on HBO Max when it released in theaters. Oh, they like, did both? Really? That just yeah. seems like a... Well, like, even Thor Love and Thunder, what came out in July, was on Disney Plus at the end yeah. of August. I mean, they're, yeah. they're very I mean, they're- quick, quick turnarounds from movie theater to... Especially with... Uh, companies like Disney, and yet and- I still can't rewatch Spider Man three <laughs> anywhere yet. It's, yeah. it's not anywhere Sony, except for I think like on like Stars okay. or whatever. Now yeah, that Sony, I've now that fuck? I've rewatched the Aragon movie for this, they can take it off of Hulu. That's fine. Just take it off of no, it's on Hulu. Yeah, just take, I'm gonna have to watch take it, it now because I've never take seen it, it off. Oh don't, god, don't do it. Go <laughs> play the video game. You <laughs> don't, do it. don't play the video no, no, game. No, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I do Seriously, have a PS2 still. I can Bro, order it from GameStop or whoever. Tread, treads. I'm not even kidding. Like that game. You remember Corey McClung? Yeah. And and how he lived across the street from me? Yeah. Bro, that so Aragon had a co-op mode, and me and Corey stayed would stay up like all night. Uh, some nights that he slept over just playing that through that game. Dang. Yeah. So the, much The fun. video game was like, a blast. Was it, is it up there with like the co-op Lord of the Rings? Yeah, yes. actually it really oh, yes. is. From 100%. what I remember, I was about to tell I was is. about to say that. Yeah. How I remember both games, they hold up neck and neck. I just always think fondly more on the Lord of the Rings games because Lord of the Rings didn't have a crappy movie right. to go along with it. <laughs> Facts. Mike, me, and my cousin would play Return of the King on oh, Xbox. GameCube. Original GameCube. McCall and I, when we, were, when, when we were in the military, we were living in an apartment, and we got a we got a Nintendo Wii solely for like the purpose an original the, an original solely an original. for the purpose of getting the old GameCube games, Smash Bro, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and we, we just sat there we and did. fucking played them. It was great. I forgot you could put that. I forgot the Wii was basically a GameCube, yeah. too. Yeah, you could play the GameCube yeah. games. It was the best thing ever. The only one we couldn't find at the time was Pokemon Coliseum, and it made me sad. Yeah. That's yeah. still one of the best Pokemon games of all time. What? All right. If we have no more questions for Willie, and if Willie has nothing more to say, I guess we can go ahead and close this episode out so gentlemen any last words uh no i got nothing fuck that shitty movie okay willie did 
There it is. <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. I knew you had one more jab yeah, no, in you. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thank you for uh, letting us waste a little bit more of your time. Uh, and uh, yeah, I guess we can't wait to uh, welcome you to our next chat.